Thank you, our senior pastor. Thank you, the founder of Waters Christian Center. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your glory that you have put on us. We thank you. In Jesus' mighty name. Sweet Holy Spirit, divine, we thank you so much. I hand over this mic to you. Minister to us. Let no one go back the same way they have come. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Wow. Hallelujah. 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 Yeah. I said something on Friday about, about being excited in the presence of God. Because in his presence there's fullness of joy. You want healing is in his presence. You want restoration is in his presence. You want deliverance to get it in his presence. Oh, we bless your name, Lord. Whatever we desire is in his presence. We worship you. We thank you. We are not going back this way. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Today's service is wow. wasting time I appreciate everyone that is in church this morning I want to thank you because indeed God answers prayers God just needed one man to stand in the gap and he will do whatever he wants to do and so he told Abraham Abraham said if you find 10 people you know he started with uh, 50 I mean, 40, 30 if Abraham has said if you find one God would have not destroyed Sodom. So relax. Nigeria is not in the hands of the enemies of Nigeria. Nigeria is in the hands of the Most High God. I tell you, people have anticipated that yesterday was going to be a black day. A day that blood would flow. But yesterday, I mean, I'm sure those that have prepared to suck blood, they didn't see much blood to suck. Nigeria is in the hands of God. It's not in the hands of the enemies of this country. So relax. Keep on interceding for Nigeria. Amen. What we hear will be what? Rumors of war. We will not see war. Only rumor will be hearing. And war will not witness in Nigeria in the name of Jesus. So I'm here briefly to... Um, Talk to us by the help of the Holy Spirit. First John 5 4. First John 5 4. First John says, For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is a victory. And this is a victory that overcometh the world. Even our faith. 
Whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is a victory that and this is a victory that overcometh the world. I don't want to forget. As Black Prince was leading that last worship song, I saw a man. If somebody's hand is tied to the back, will you be able to do anything? You can't do anything. And then, as the worship was going on, I saw a small boy walk up to that man that his hands were tied on the back. Started losing the hand. In, there's somebody here. You could not do much because your hands were tied to the back. But today, your hands are loose in the name of Jesus Christ. Your hands are loose in the name of Jesus Christ. What you could not do before you begin to do it. In the name of Jesus Christ. That's not the only thing that happened today. But that's what the Lord showed me. If God shows you one thing, you know that he has done to it. He has done more than that. Praise the Lord. But there's deliverance in the house today in the name of Jesus. There's liberty in the house today in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. He said, Who's whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. He said, this is a victory that overcometh the world. Even what? Our faith. It is say the faith of Jesus. Your own faith. Jesus told Peter, the devil has planned to save you like this. He said, but I pray for you that when that day comes, your faith will not fail you. There are so many people have said that before. Somebody once told me. He said, mom, if you are praying for me, I will know. I know you are not praying for me. If you are praying for me, I will get, be getting results. Eh, okay. I'm already a prayer contractor, Debbie. I'll be praying you'll be getting results. Jesus did not talk about your pastor's faith. Jesus did not talk about his own faith as God. He said, Peter, I pray for you that on that day, your faith will not fail you. Here, which means faith has been given to us as an instrument to overcome the devil. Faith, your faith is an instrument God has given to you to do what? To overcome. Jesus has overcome. He went to the cross. He gave us victory. But you have to walk in that victory by what? Faith. Day before yesterday, I saw something online where a policeman was selling a prophet of a very big church in Warren. Was selling the prophets. From what this person has said, so I'm correct to call you false prophet, Abi. The man had he said, remove that hand from your face. Why would they talk to a man of God like that? Because they have reduced themselves to that. To that. Because of people that are running from pillar to post looking for miracle, looking for prophecy. Now a man of God will just say, Should I pray prophesy? That's what you hear. Should I pray? They will just say, Should I pray? You hear? Prophesy. Then the person will start there and begin to prophesy what they have told him. That's the, the state we are in the church now. 
So if you are waiting for somebody that will come and prophesy, the problem will be still because the, the counselors have gone there in the morning to, to interview the people. I interview and they come and give the man of God and hey! I look at and I say, Lord, where do we start praying for the church? The greatest prophecy Jesus left for us was his word. The surest prophecy that can never fail. You have it in your hand. You have it in your house. So why do you go and look for prophets? Yes, the Spirit of God can just decide to open your eyes and see something once in a while. Like he showed the man whose hands were tied to the back. I saw a small, I know that's an angel of God. Small boy like Dabira. Small like, like Zay. Small, just went. He said, our children will stand at the gate and do what? And talk to our enemies. God is raising powerful children at the, this end time. Praise the Lord. He said, this is a victory that will come at the world, even our faith. It is said Jesus says, listen very well. So that you sit down and make out your prophecy. And make out what God is saying concerning you. Not what that man somewhere is saying. The surest prophecy for your life is in the word of God. Go locate it and dance and praise God. Praise the Lord. He said, this is the vision that overcomes the world, even our faith. And I want to tell you, the book of Romans says something. It said, faith comes by what? Hearing the word. Faith, the, the foundation of faith we are talking about here is the word of God. The instrument of faith we are talking about here is the word of God. He's the personality of Jesus. Amen? Jesus is our instrument of faith. His word is what we are holding. The Bible says in the book of Ephesians, it says, uh, taking the shoes of faith. By which you do what? Quench the fearing that of the enemy. The shoes of faith and the sword of the spirit. We talk about the shoes of faith is the word of God. Praise the Lord. When sickness comes to touch your body, you begin to you use the word of God as your instrument. Our instrumental, okay, I want to say something here. I don't want to confuse us. The instrument of faith we, we, we have been given is Jesus and his word. Looking onto Jesus, the, the, the author and finisher of our faith. The faith we are talking about here that overcomes the world is the faith of the finished work of Christ. You can't stand on the finished work, on the personality of Jesus. You can't stand on his identity. You can't stand on his word and whatever the enemy is doing overcomes you. Thank God for that testimony. It talks about casting down, cast down. And we pray that prayer. She now remembered it. At 2 a.m., what would she carry this child to? A child had been stolen. And it's asking for water. If only we know what God has done in the life of this child. When somebody is stolen and this suddenly becomes thirsty and is asking for water. Hey, Jesus. We thank God for the covenant we have in this place. Praise the Lord. So the instrument God has given to us to overcome here is our faith. Not the faith in your pastor. Not the faith in whoever. But the faith in Jesus and his finished work and the faith in his word. 
praise the Lord. So that whatever we desire, he said, I want to read that place again. He said, Whatsoever is born of God, you know we are born of God. Now the Bible says we are not born in the book of Peter. He said we are not born of the uh, corruptible seed. We are born of the incorruptible seed. And that incorruptible seed is what? The word of God. So we are born of the word. The same way Jesus was born of the word. I hope you not just born of the word. Amen. What did the Holy Spirit told me? Do you know you were born the same way Jesus was born? Wow. I went to the world. I picked my Bible. I began to look. I see. And then Gabriel came and told Mary. And the Holy Spirit will overshadow you. And the seed you will plant. This is the name. This is what will happen. We are born of the world. Jesus is the word from Genesis. And the seed of the woman will bruise your head. That word went from Genesis to to utter revelation that what came to pass in this new testament in the book of in the gospels praise the lord so you and i we are born of the incorruptible word jesus could not be corrupted the devil came to jesus to find something to corrupt he could not see anything you are holy unblameable the devil will come to look for something to blame you. He can't find it. Because until he sees a blame, it's only with blame he can enter. When he comes to you to personalize, okay, let me see what I will put that for that malaria. That's not really now. When you see somebody taking that for that malaria, please pray for the person. Because the type of malaria that is running now is not ordinary. It's not ordinary. Pray. You realize that when you pray, whatever thing the person takes, it will work for the person. Praise the Lord. The devil came because Jesus was born of an incorruptible. Jesus was not born of any sperm. Amen. Jesus was born of the Holy Ghost of the world. Amen. You are not born of any sperm. When we talk about born again, it's not a sperm. No. It's not about a sperm fertilizing the seed. No. The born again that overcomes the world here yeah, is the word of God. Amen. So look at yourself. Always tell yourself, I'm born of the world. I'm born of God. The Bible says in the book of John, and the word became flesh. Before the world was the word, and the word was with God, and the word became flesh. That's the word that came back to us. You can't be corrupted. Sickness cannot corrupt you. Amen. Something cannot get into you. No weapon against you prosper. God was saying in the book of Isaiah. He knew what he was saying. He said, This is our heritage. Amen. The heritage of the believer, because the believer is not born of the corruptible. The believer is born of the incorruptible. That is why no weapon that is formed against that believer that will prosper. But if you don't know it, Hosea said it. My people are destroyed for what? Lack of knowledge. The devil has removed people from studying the word into looking for prophecy. And most of these prophecies, because I don't know, how can they be telling you the problem? Long time ago, I said, God, don't show me problems. Don't show me problems. Show me solutions. 
because whatever God shows me, by the time I'm telling the person, the person will say, ah, mommy, you told me this is so pleased. Ah, mommy, this is so pleased. Oh, so me, I'm among the, I added myself again to tell me the problems. I went to pray at that day, I said, God, don't show me problems again. Just show me the solution. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Because a believer is in solution. Amen. He said, the believer, because he's born of the word, just like Jesus was born of the word and of the spirit. Amen. The instrument that faith speaks. I want to be very fast. Faith has a voice. Faith has has eyes. Faith has legs. Praise the Lord. Uh-huh. And we know that it's faith that the instru- faith is the instrument that God has given to us to overcome. Because Jesus has given us a victory, but for us to turn that victory into reality is your faith. Praise the Lord. So you begin to speak the words you, because your this because your faith is on Jesus and his finished work. You begin to see what Jesus has done for you. Praise the Lord. We start speaking what Jesus has done for us, just as so many people have said it this morning. You don't speak the language. We have a new language that we speak in the kingdom. Amen. You if you go to France, you speak what French. So in this kingdom, there's a language we speak, and you learn this language. Amen. We learn it. We learn it. We learn it. When we get born again, we begin to learn to speak this language. Praise the Lord. So you speak the language of, of the kingdom. We don't speak the language of the world because we are not of the world. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Okay, let me show you something. Second Corinthians. Whosoever is born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. We must learn this language. We like there are some people that go to go uh, get somebody to teach them English language or French. Please get somebody. If you can't get enough from the pulpit, get somebody that will help you. Uh huh. Praise the Lord. First Corinthians uh, two. I want to start from ten. Okay. Oh, so much to say. What, let me start from nine. But as it is written, I have not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God had prepared for them that love him. Ten. But God has revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things. Yes, the deep things of the Spirit of God. Sorry. Eleven. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the Spirit of man which is in him? Even the things of God knoweth, even the things of God knoweth no man but the Spirit of God. Twelve. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things which are freely given to us of God. Thirteen. Which things also we speak, not in the words which must is of teaching, but which the Holy Ghost teaches. Comparing spiritual things from comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Praise the Lord. We have received, we have not received the spirit of the world. We have received the spirit of God. Praise the Lord. And because we have received the spirits, we now speak things. Okay. 
For which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom, man's wisdom, man's wisdom speaks according to what they see. But the wisdom of God speaks things they don't see. Amen? Spiritual things, you can't see them. But, but, but spiritual things are the real things. Amen? The spiritual world is the real world. This world is, a, is like, a, it's like a replica of the spiritual world. But the main world is a shadow. Okay? I think I should use shadow. This world you are seeing is a shadow of the, you know, the real world. But the devil has come perverted so many things. Praise the Lord. But here, we don't speak the things that people in this world they speak. We, don't, we speak things according to the word of God. We speak according to God's word. Amen? God's word uh, directs our speech. Praise the Lord. God's word directs our speech. What is God saying concerning my health? He said, by his stripes I am healed. So even when I'm feeling pain, I declare I am healed by his stripes. Praise the Lord. That's the faith that overcomes sickness. You speak God's word. And we speak God's word because God's word is bigger. It's, it comes to swallow up the physical. Or oh, maybe I'm not getting it the way I'm not putting it the way I'm supposed to put it. The same way the road of uh, Aaron swallowed up the road of the magicians. When we speak God's word, it swallows up every. Um, Every lying evidence. Praise the Lord. I call poverty lying evidence. I call sickness lying evidence. Because you can see, what was the evidence? They said, okay, doctor. Oh, she's from a temperature. That's an evidence. But God's word says, by his stripes, you are healed. So you stand on God's word and you see the lying evidence in way. Just like what happened to Richie's mother. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We are, at, we are at a time that the only winners are the people that operate by faith in God's word. We are at a time this generation will not pass on. And because the devil knows that his time is up, this generation, this generation we are now, you are lucky. I said something the other day. I said, me. I'm going nowhere. I'll be among the short. I did not try to say about me again. I see everybody in the White House. All of us will see Jesus and we'll cut up in the air. We are going nowhere. Nobody is going to anywhere. All of us are going to be raptured in the name of Jesus Christ. Because this generation, you see, so this is the generation that Jesus will come. So every one of us, we are not going to see this. Oh, do I have an agreement in the house? Yes! We will be caught up in the air. We will hear the trumpet that day and we will move. If you are in service, we leave. You come, you say, I'm just going not have service today. Praise the Lord. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our face. Study the Bible. What is God saying in your finance? Because the word of God is your instrument of faith. The word of God is your substance. In the book of Hebrew, he said, For faith is a substance of things not seen. Am I correct? I'm evidence. What? Yes. What is our evidence? What is the evidence that I'm rich? I'm in Zilomia B. It's a word. How do I know? He that did not withdraw his soul, but when he gave it to me, there's nothing. 
nothing you cannot give me. What is my evidence? My evidence is my aim. He has given me all things that pertain to life and godliness. What is my evidence? God has laid out gold like this for me. What is my evidence? I am blessed. He became poor. That's why in poverty I become rich. That is my evidence. So I present when the devil presents his evidence, I present my evidence. My evidence is in the word. He said, whatsoever is born of God, hey, overcome the world. We are not of the world. Everything that God has created is subject to us. That quiver on riches was subject to the name of Jesus. Because what did he say in the book of Philippians? He said, for God has highly exalted him and given him a name above every name in heaven, on earth, and beneath the earth that are the master of the name of Jesus, every new world bow. And she suddenly remembered. She remembered. And she used her scripture. And she said, I cast you down. In the name of Jesus, she applied the authority she has. Maybe she didn't know that she has authority. God allows testimonies like that to happen in our lives so that you begin to walk. Hey, I remember when riches were strong. That midnight, if it was not midnight, I would have gone to hospital. But midnight, where will you go? When she didn't know where to go, she turned to Jesus. And the name answered for her. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I don't know with this. Let me say this. There was a man. I don't know with that one. When you talk about faith, you know everybody here has heard about faith. But let's begin to practice it. This testimony, I know you people have heard it before, but I will share it again. You know what they call, uh, why they call Kenehage? What you want to say Kenehage? Just call, uh, what you want to call uh, Mark 11.24? Just say, Hagen 11.24. Everybody will open to that place. Because you preach that place to a point that people started say, using it to make for Hagen 11. Sorry, Hagen 11.24, which says, I hope you do know the scripture, which says, um, uh, yes, be that removed, and you don't doubt in your heart, and you believe what you say will come to pass, if you will get what you see. Because the, as, from him, I read somewhere, as he was preaching it, he didn't see it in the life of his members. And he know what that scripture did to his life. That scripture changed his life. So he wanted that scripture to change the lives of his members. So he kept on preaching that scripture until once he met Mark 11, we already know 24. Praise the Lord. Until he began to see that scripture manifest in their lives. This testimony I've told you before. I was in a church, I think I shared it on Thursday. And the service has ended, came out, it was too late to go, all the gates are locked, and everywhere was so dark, there was no light. And as I look outside, it was so dark, I say, ah, 
Let me go inside and sit down, Jerry, and wait till five when they open the gates. And I heard the Lord say, walk into the darkness. When faith walks into the, when, when, you see the children of Israel, it, it was, Brother Prince that, uh, mentioned that incident. When the children of Israel, there was this impossibility. Faith, the faith on God's word, melts impossibility. You see, let me tell you, God is waiting for you and I to do what we think is said. And the Lord told me, move into the darkness in that dream. And I moved. Every step I took, light broke out. Every step I made, light came out. If I go back, that darkness will remain there. There's somebody here, God wants you to take a step in his word. What is the word of God saying? Take a step. Praise the Lord. Take a step. Every step I took, light broke out. I go to the gate, gate open of his own accord. This is what faith can do. Because faith is, is based on the word of God. God told Abraham, as far as he said, where you're standing, I want you to take, take a walk around the world. And Abraham stood there and was able to see. At a point, before this time, Abraham could not see what God was saying. And God took him outside and told him, show him the stars. He said, your children will be like that. And see, see Abraham did not say, God changed his name. Maybe if I change his name. Oh, because God knew that Abraham needed to walk, take a walk on his word. There was a time he told Abraham, hey, walk before me and be blameless. Walk before me. I know that they have taught us about um, uh, sovereign grace. But then, sovereign grace comes once in a while. But when you want to walk in constant faith, you must, constant victory rather, you must learn to take, take God's word for what it is and take a step. And number one way, step you will take is your words. Praise the Lord. The number one step you can take is what's your word. Speak the language that God is speaking. Say what God is saying. Say what God is saying. Let's keep on saying what, say what God is saying. This, this period now, hey, you don't have to travel. A thousand shall fall by my side. Ten thousand shall fall by my side. It shall not come near me. That's what I think Psalm 91 is a covenant psalm. Look at what God is saying Psalm 91. He said he has given his angels word, charge over you and I. Praise the Lord. There's a prayer I pray for my children. I like praying for them before they leave the house. When they want to go to Akidi and go like that, I don't get, I am not happy. I say, let me pray for you. I, yes, I've been praying for you when you were small. When you're going to school, even if I'm sleeping, they wake me. Mommy, I'm going to school, they'll not start. I'll pray before they start going. I like doing it. Praise the Lord. And then when they come, they say, pray at Psalm 1 to 1 verse 8. I hold up to it tenaciously over my children. Lord, you say, you preserve their going and coming. Thank you because your word is true concerning the children. When I pray for them, I don't just, I pray, I pick God's word, I say it over them. I pick this one, I say it over them. Yesterday, my son called me and I was praying for him. For every prayer I pray, I pick God's word. Because when I pick God's word, I know that prayer will not come back to me void. I know God will not deny his word. In the book of Isaiah, it says, as the rain leaves in heaven and does not uh, stop halfway, but gets to the ground and waters. So every word I see will not return to me void. I'm not speaking my word, I'm speaking the word of the creator of the heavens and the earth. 
and that word I speak and I use over them will not come back to me void. This has been telling us some things she's been experienced. You know, she's been experiencing, she works in the uh, which will do I be? Yes, after beggar. I know trailers and everything. I wish you begin to tell us some things. I say, God. I say, anyway, my man, I say, God, I thank you. Because you say, when you take her, you take her and you bring her back safely. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let's do on our feet. Ecclesiastes 8 4 says, Where the word of the king is, there's what? Power. There's power. And it sent out the 70 in the book of Luke. 1017. And they came back and they were sharing testimony. Ah, he said, I saw when the devil fell down. Because what did they tell you? They were surprised that even the devil was what? Subject to them. Praise the Lord. Your faith makes the enemy to do what? To be subject to you. Amen. Your faith, when you speak that word, speak it in faith. Speak when every time you pick God's word. Remember, it's not your word. You are just speaking the word of your father. And when you speak the word of your father, he will not deny that word in your mouth. Amen. Speak the word of your father. This morning you are going to say some things. See what is happening. I want you to open your mouth and tell yourself. You are going to say things to yourself. And I'm going to say to myself. You are going to tell yourself, evil will never come near my dwelling. Is it the one that said it? Yes! Psalm 91. He said, evil will never come near your dwelling. Praise the Lord. You are going to declare Psalm 91, declare whatever the word of God. Oh, I heard this word today. As the worship was going on, I heard those that are planted in the house of God will flourish. Self flourish. I kept hearing that word. Those that are planted in the house of God will do what? Flourish. If you are not planted, you are one left today, one left tomorrow, one left today. You come tomorrow, you don't come tomorrow, you're on your own. Be planted in this house if this is where you want to belong. Be planted. Because I heard the word. God is repeating that word. God spoke once and twice, and we heard that power belongs to God. He says, Those that are planted in this place will do what? Flourish. Be ready for a time of flourishing. In the name of Jesus, you are not going to open your mouth and declare. I said, Me and my family, we are planted in the court of the Lord and we flourish. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, begin to declare that we are planted in the courts of the Lord and we are flourishing. We are flourishing. We are flourishing in the name of Jesus. We are planted. We are planted in the courts of the Lord and we are flourishing in the name of Jesus. Even in our own age, we will see flourish in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, declare that a thousand shall fall by your side, a thousand shall fall by your right. He shall not come near you. Open your mouth and declare yeah, this season that people are falling here, people are falling there. A thousand will fall by your side, ten thousand will fall by your right. He shall not come near you. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, declare over you and your family that God has given you, has given angels charge over you. Begin to declare, Father, thank you because you have given your angels charge over me. In the name of Jesus, angels have been given charge over us. In the name of Jesus, to keep us wherever we go, to watch over us wherever we go. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of 
Jesus. Affliction will never come near me. Affliction will not come near my family. Affliction will not come near the ministry. It will not come near anyone in this ministry. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Somebody shout, I have a sound mind. I have a sound mind. I have the mind of Christ. I think big. I think success. I think sound health. I think divine health. I think wealth. I think long life. I think favor. In the name of Jesus. I have the mind of Christ. I think like Christ. I think long life. I think sound health. In the name of Jesus. I have a sound mind. I have the mind of Christ. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Lastly, look at that issue that I've been standing like gorilla and talking today in the name of Jesus. I cast you down. Amen. That's the last one we we'll take as a hand over the mic. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. He said every every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, you should do what? Pass it down. That thoughts that comes to you and begin to tell you rubbish. Perhaps they'll tell you whatever rubbish they're telling you, you are going to say, I pass it down today. In the name of Jesus, you will never manifest. Open your mouth and pray and say, I pass it down. Every thought, every thought that will be coming to my heart, that thoughts that come, that come to put fear in me, that thoughts that come to put fear in me, I pass it down. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I pass down that thought. I pass down that thoughts. I cast under imagination in the name of Jesus. That thoughts and imagination that you come to put fear, to breathe fear. I cast you down in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, blessed assurance. We bless you, worship you. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Where's your account? Do your hand like this. This is my account details. Say the mouth of my account is open. Say the mouth of my account is open. Don't receive millions. One of my daughters shared a testimony. Before we pray that prayer, I want to share this testimony. She was taking water from the well. She would put the that thing they used to put. And the thing would stop water. And by the time she gets to the surface, only small water. She will realize that the thing has turned like this. Yeah, the thing has turned like this. You know, when it turns like this, no water comes out. Ah, she try and try and try. And then somebody walked up to her and told her, ah, Command the mouth of this valley to open. Don't you know the mouth is closed? You see, before her eyes, the valley mouth was open. So she looked at the person again. The man told her, I said, Command the mouth of this here, using the fetch water to open. She now said, Open. Open. The man said, I threw the thing. She threw the thing back into the well. He said, To draw the water in. She was now, you know, you will know what I was inside that thing. And when we finished the motion, she said, Mom, you see a dream I had. So my accounts are closed. When account is closed, what will happen? Monica cannot enter now. You are going to see, I command my accounts to open the amount of my account. I'm to receive what God is giving to me this season. 
open your mouth and pray. I command the mouth of my tongue. Open. Open in the name of Jesus to receive all that God has for me. In this month of abundance, in this month of abundance, I command the mouth of my tongue. Open in Jesus' name. Open in Jesus' name. Open in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, begin to receive. Hey, I hope you know your word has authority. Your word has authority. Command the mouth of your tongue. Jesus commanded. And one was brought out from the fish. Oh, command the mouth of your tongue. Open and begin to receive. I begin to receive. I begin to receive. I begin to receive what God has for me in this month of abundance. In this year of in this year of the of greater exploits in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I command my mouth, the, the mouth of my account, to be open in the name of Jesus. I say, begin to receive, begin to receive all that God has for me in this month of abundance. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verses 7 and 8. Okay. Are we there? Hallelujah. And the Lord was sorry that he had made man on the earth. And he was grieved in his heart. Seven. So the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth. Both man and beast, creepy thing, and birds of the air. For oh, I am sorry that I have made man. Praise the Lord. Then eight. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, if you read that scripture, you will discover that. God decided to wipe off the human race from the surface of the earth. Praise the Lord. And that he was sorry to have even made man, but that man has failed to perform to expectation. And so he took a decision of annihilation, total annihilation. Praise the Lord. And uh, in the midst of that, in the midst of that, the Bible says clearly that Noah found grace with God. Meaning that in this in this total wiping of the human race that God has decided to do, Noah was exempted. God chose Noah out of the Lord. And the Bible didn't tell us what Noah did 
to qualify for that. Praise the Lord. So it is not about that Noah did something or he earned it or he merited it. No. He just found grace in the eyes of the Lord. That is selective. Once again, I prophesy this morning. Selective grace will take you to high places. Where everything is falling apart, upon people, yours will be standing. When people are casting down, you will shout, there is a lifting. Amen. Somebody in the house shout a bigger amen. amen. Hallelujah. Number two. Example number two is found in Deuteronomy 7, verses 6 to 7. The book of Deuteronomy. They call it the book of Deuteronomy, my enemies. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy 7. Hallelujah. I read from here, Deuteronomy 7, 6 to 7. It says, For you are a holy people to the Lord your God. The Lord your God has chosen you to be a people for himself. A special treasure above all the peoples on the surface, on the face of the earth. Verse 7. The Lord did not set his love on you, nor choose you, because you were more in number than any other people. For you were even the least of all people. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now that's an account of how God chose the people of Israel as his own special people. Praise the Lord. God chose the people of Israel as his own special people. And from that account, there is nothing spectacular that they did to deserve that. And it's even the second verse said that it's not because you are more, or I want to have a more, a more people. it's not because you are more, meaning that you are not, it's not because you are special, it's not because they did anything, it's not that, in fact, they were even the least. Praise the Lord. For God decided to choose Israel as his own special people, a holy nation, a peculiar people. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And now you know that at the White House we are special people. At the White House, God's hand is resting upon us and his endable covenants of longevity is upon us. His covenants of divine health is upon us. Hallelujah. His covenant of prosperity is upon us. His covenant of peace and protection is upon us. People would wonder, I said, why? But we are also serving God. Where are you? Are serving God? Where? 
But this is our own special blessing. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The whole world was there. There were nations when God chose Israel. I'd like to announce to somebody that you are chosen. For the next manifestation of God's glory, you are chosen. For the next celebration, you are chosen. Somebody lift up your hand and shout, I found selective grace upon my life. In Jesus' name, praise the Lord. I'd like to take us to uh, example three, that is uh, Abraham. And Abraham's selective grace was found in Duke of Genesis chapter 12. Genesis 12. One and four. Genesis said, Now the Lord has said to Abraham, Get out of your country. From your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. I will make you great, a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. I will curse him who curses you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be what? Blessed. Verse 4. So Abraham departed as the Lord had spoken to him. And Lot went with him. And Abraham was 75 years old when he departed from Haran. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God just came to Abraham and said, get out of your country. So Abraham was a seafood hitting. Abraham was a seafood hitting who grew up in an unbelieving and idolatrous society. He was brought up in an environment that is not friendly with God. He belonged to the hated, young believers. Sinful. And one day God does choose him. What an amazing way. He was raised in a home that was pagan. The worst form of sin is paganism. Yet God chose him from the midst of his brothers, Haran and Nahor, to be a blessing to nations and all the people of the earth. Praise the Lord. There is no account of what Abraham did to end this special blessing. 
He did nothing to deserve it. Abraham didn't do anything as a Noah like his brothers. He was chosen out of his, the midst of his brothers. Hello, somebody. He was chosen. Even though he was, even though he was raised in the society of paganism. They were idolatrous. That is the highest form of sin that God does not tolerate. The Bible says there's no any other God beside him. Praise the Lord. Amen. And but God chose him. Somebody say God chose him. If God chose Abraham for that special blessing, how much more you as a believer? That's nothing. That's why the Bible says that God does not hold anything good from his people. Whatever you desire, you shall receive in Jesus' name. Amen. Then number four, Abishad. Just give us five, I will conclude. Abishad, you find that in the first book of Kings. Just want to establish the fact that his grace is not end. Don't end it. The book of First King. Chapter 1, verses 1 to 4. King 1. First King, chapter 1. Pirates. Now King was King David was old, advanced in years, and they put covers on him, but he could not get wound. Therefore his servant said to him, Let a young woman, a virgin, be sought for our Lord the King, and let her stand before the king, and let her care for him and let her lie in, in, in your bosom, that our Lord the King may be one. So they sought for a lovely young woman throughout all the territory of Israel, and found Abishai, the Shunammite, and brought her to the king. The young woman was very lovely, and she cared for the king, and served king, but king did not know her. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, uh, 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 David was old and was getting uh, a shaking, was cold, so he needed somebody to, a nurse to take care of her. Praise the Lord. And they said they needed a woman, a young woman that is a virgin. And there were so many virgins in Israel. Praise the Lord. And they sought this lady. Before now, Abishag was nobody. Praise the Lord. 
I mean, her family was nothing to write them more about. Nobody knows her. Nobody. But they sought her out for this special assignment. There was no specified qualification, praise the Lord. Just that a virgin, and that is general, praise the Lord. Hello, somebody. So a virgin was found, and it, it, it happened to be Abishai. At the dying end days of uh, David. And you know this lady automatically became the first lady of Israel. Hello, somebody. Praise the Lord. From an unknown family, from nowhere, became the first lady of Israel. God chose her selectively. God takes somebody from the pine and puts him at the front. And the next one could be you. Listen to me. God is capable of doing anything. You could be here now as nobody and you can be stepping now to become a billionaire. Before you get back home. As you are here before the end of the service, you could receive a phone call that will turn your life around forever. Our God is able. Come on, talk to anybody. Say, God is able. Abishai was nobody. Do you know that Abishai became so important that this, the children of uh, David were, were fighting themselves over her? Hallelujah. For somebody like King David, and that young lady overnight became the first lady of Israel. Somebody is going somewhere. And will not know how it happened. Come on, expect a miracle. Miracle that will distinguish you. Miracle that will set you apart. Expect it. In the name of Jesus. They will be wondering. Ah, no, I know this girl. No, I know her. No, 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 they can't be. Then they will now sit down and think about it again. Could it be possible? Is it this? Is it Pastor Loretta? It's now the Chief Justice of uh, Federation. <laughs> you know what is a pastor? It's a pastor. Okay, I know. Yes, man. You know how, eh? I just know there's a lawyer, eh? It's not just a lawyer now, he's a chief judge. Come on, somebody shout him out. And you can hear the you just right here, you are seated here. A phone call will come. Amen. I said, tomorrow he, they, 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 they need you in Abuja. They are swearing in chief justice. And you are the one they have chosen. Somebody shout a bigger amen. If it happened to Abishad, it could be you. Hallelujah. I say it could be you. It could be you. 
God has so stopped blessing people. His blessing upon us keep finding expression. And you can be the next candidate. Hallelujah. And number five example I have this morning is Paul the Saul. Paul the Saul. We find that in the book of Acts chapter 9. Verses 1 to 19. We cannot read all, but we'll just... The book of Acts is after the gospel. Chapter 9. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Are we there? Then Saul see breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord. Went to the king priest, went to the high priest, and asked letters from him to synagogues of Damascus, so that he be found any who were of the way, whether men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. So Paul Saul was going about and went to obtain authority from the kings. He asked them for letters of authority to go to churches, which were, which were called synagogue in Damascus, and that he could enter any, any synagogue and just study people and bind them and take them to Jerusalem for prison. And he was given the authority. He had the letters. Praise the Lord. Now he joined Daniel Damascus. And suddenly a light shone around him from heaven. And then he fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why, why are you persecuting me? Praise the Lord. And he said, Who are you, Lord? And then the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. It is hard for you to keep, it is hard for you to keep against the gods. So he trembled and astonished and said, Lord, what do you want me to do? Then the Lord said to him, Arise and go into the city, and you will find you and you will be told what you must do. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, there's a count of, uh, if you have to read it till 19 before you can get to so, but the account of Saul here is that this was a man who was, who made himself the enemy of God. Hello? Hello? It delighted him to be the enemy of God. He was enjoying it. Saul was the one that supervised the killing of um, uh, what do you call him? Stephen. Praise the Lord. He was killing God's children. And this time around he was going for a major one. But before he could get to the city where he begin to carry out this devilish activity, God struck him. Can I tell somebody here? 
anyone cooking against you, planning against you, before they could execute, God will handle them. I see God paralyzing and confusing your enemies. That we say in the book of Job, chapter 5, 27, that God has decided to confuse, to destroy the plan of the enemy so that they will not be able to carry out their evil enterprise. Every evil that man, any man is standing against you will not succeed. As God lives, the enemy will not be able to execute his program against you. In the name of Jesus. So God struck him down. And the story goes and goes and how he now went to Ananias and to lay hands on him and now therefore he was blind for three days and then his eye opened. Praise the Lord. Amen. And the moment his eye opened, there was a, a dramatic transformation. Praise the Lord. After that three days of darkness. And that big three days represents the unbelievers who are dead to God. Praise the Lord. When his eye opened, when he saw the light, his eye opened, he became a brand new person. Praise the Lord. Just like the believers of today. When you get born again, you are a brand new human being. Your past has no relation with you. So, is a different person from who? From Paul. There's no relationship. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So your past has nothing to do with your present as a believer. His atrocities were wiped out. Wiped up on on the book of uh, life. God, when God says, I do not, your, your iniquities and your ungodliness, I do not remember no more. He means it. God has no bad record of Paul. Hello, somebody. No bad record. The only record we have is that Paul was a servant of God who wrote the major number of epistles. Praise the Lord. A man of God that saw revelation that I cannot be uttered among men. So your past can't hold you back. When it comes to the things of God, your yesterday cannot hold you from the blessings of today. As a believer, praise the Lord. As a believer, no record of your evil is in existence. And Paul was a sinner, a destroyer, a killer, and here you see God choosing him as his own person. 
Even when the other guys were, that, person, that one was complaining, Anamias. Said, this man, I'll be killing our people. Because I know, now he's my person. I have chosen him. Praise the Lord. Listen to me, the evil report about you will not be taken to account. When it comes to good things, you will be remembered. When God wants to choose somebody to be blessed, He will remember you. He will not see your mistake. Hallelujah. So Paul was chosen. And Paul wrote 90% of the epistles in the New Testament. He pursued the law of Judaism against Christianity. But God told him to Paul, the writer of the epistles. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I see a transformation here. I see God's amazing grace resting upon somebody. And if you are that person, shout down the one. And in conclusion, selective grace is God's absolute choice that separates a man for a special purpose as well as special blessings. And if you, ju- if you, if you go through all the examples I've given you, you see that it's just that God has a purpose for choosing them. Praise the Lord. But they don't have qualification for being chosen. Hello? God has a purpose for choosing every one of them, but none of them has the qualification to be chosen. And that is why it is a selective grace of God. Selective grace of God. You are selected for the next promotion. You are selected for the next level of God's goodness in the name of Jesus. In your family, you are selected to show forth the glory of God. No evil shall come near you in the name of Jesus. You are chosen for God's manifestation in this generation and in this nation in Jesus' name. Somebody shall be there, amen. Praise the Lord. Can I have say, maybe one or two questions? Or, um, one or two questions or a contribution? Hallelujah. Amen. Come on, I'd like you to stand to your feet and lift up your, open your mouth and begin to glorify the name of the Lord. Let's begin to answer our prophecies that I pass and devotion. Rebrosanda Kabushin, that I pass and Kabushin. Rebrosoketing about the person that I begin to speak in tongues as I invite the fire. Yekemazo, Rekabosundo, Rekapasa Kasente, Kemosundo. Re prapuso to sherbu sandarba Re rapra sakarabasodbo 
Mata Kabu, Sanarabasun Durbu, Repusu Tugrebasanaba. Come on, take this.